0: Well, good morning to you. It is Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. Tuesday, uh, December 27th, 2022. Slava, Ukraine, Heroium, Slava. A little early today, getting this stuff out here today, uh, because it's the Christmas week, Christmas New Year's week. Nothing happens this week, very little happens this week. But it's a perfect time. To release information that you want to disappear in the 24-hour news cycle, which is happening, uh, which happened yesterday and is going to continue happening today. But this is not going to get lost uh, in the 24-hour news cycle. We'll get to that in a minute. It's about George Santos. But uh, first off, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. I appreciate you. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year coming up. But I I truly appreciate you, and I hope you're going to be back with me next year. Uh, If you can, please bring someone with you uh, today and tomorrow. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S, Ah, yes, let's start with Ukraine and Russia as we normally do. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lapdog Lavrov says the U.S. is the main beneficiary of the war in Ukraine and along with NATO aims to destroy Russia. I, what can I say, man? You're right. Maybe you shouldn't have invaded a sovereign country and opened yourself up for exactly that. Right? Uh, Lavrov said in an interview with uh, TASS, news agency, The actions of countries of the collective West and Volodymyr Zelensky, who is controlled by them, confirm the global nature of the Ukrainian crisis. It is no secret that the strategic goal of the U.S. and its NATO allies is victory over Russia on the battlefield as a mechanism for significantly weakening or even destroying our country. Uh, to which I say, wahoo! Uh, Lavrov added that the U.S. remains the main beneficiary of the Ukraine war while pursuing its geopolitical goal of breaking traditional Russian-European ties to further subjugate Europe. I, you know what? Europe is doing this uh, way more willingly than the United States. Trust me uh the us is he, he went on the us is doing everything to prolong the conflict and make it more violent the pentagon is openly uh planning orders for the american defense industry for years to come constantly raising the bar for military spending and demanding the same from other members of the anti-russian alliance hey you know what i think that's a great idea I'm all for it. Normally, I don't want military spending, but when a big old bully is is uh, murdering people for no reason, hey, I'm all for it. And by the way, if you want the conflict to end, if you want the U.S. to end the conflict, as you suggested, I suppose we can bomb you into the ninth century, which is when you didn't even exist, And while Ukraine had already existed, right, Uh, the desperation in Russia is reaching the extreme. Russian uh, Foreign Ministry uh, Sergei Lapdog Lavrov has given Ukraine an ultimatum. State news agency TASS quoted Lavrov as saying, Our proposals for demilitarization and denazification of the territories controlled by the regime, the elimination of threats to Russia's security emanating from there, including our new lands, are well known to the enemy. Fulfill Moscow's demands, including surrendering Ukrainian territory that Russia now controls, or the Russian army will decide the fate of Ukraine. Yeah, right... Uh, Lavrov told Kiev that it would, it should, for its own good, comply with Moscow's wishes. Are they crazy? Are they not paying attention to the news about how horribly their asses are being kicked, and and how the entire world is against them and is not going to stop being against them? Asked by Tass how long the conflict will last. Uh, lapdog lavrov said the ball is in the regime in the regime's court and washington behind it uh, ukraine foreign minister says his nation wants a summit within 2 months to end the war but he does not anticipate russia taking part a huge caveat caveat is that kuliba said the summit would only happen if russia faced a war crimes tribunal beforehand which I would love to see. <laughs> Not going to happen, though. At least it, it could happen, but Russia won't be, uh, won't uh, participate. <clears throat> Ukrainian presidential advisor Mikhail uh, Poldyak said, Russia needs to face reality and that no amount of mobilization will help them win. Poldyak tweeted, Neither... Total mobilization, nor panicky search for ammo, nor secret contracts with Iran, nor Lavrov's threat threats will help. Russia needs to face the reality. Ukraine will de- demilitarize the Russian Federation uh, to the end. Oust the invaders from all occupied territories. Wait for finale silently. And you know what? There's going to be more bombing in, in Russia. I mean, there, there's going to be more drones sent into Russia. Uh, I, and I And I have a feeling, I have a feeling that Moscow will be next, that drones will hit Moscow. We'll see. Uh, the ruble lost 8% against the uh, U.S. dollar last week and is on course for a monthly decline after an oil embargo and price cap came into force. The finance ministry has said the uh, recent slump was related to recovering imports at uh, uh, 742 GMT uh, today. The ruble was 1.2% weaker against the dollar at 70.10, but still some uh, way off from the almost eight month low of 72.63 struck last week. Uh, In uh, last night's address, President Zelensky said the situation in Donbass is hard as Russia targets the Bakhmut and Kremlin regions. Uh, Zelensky said the occupiers use all resources, significant resources, to squeeze out at least some advance. I think all our guys who hold their positions firmly stand strong and find opportunities not only to not lose anything but also to oust the occupiers to subtract them. Uh, Zelensky also spoke about the energy grid. Zelensky uh, said the powers. The power workers repairing the grid after repeated Russian attacks had reconnected many people over Christmas, but problems remained. He said, naturally, uh, shortages uh, persist. Blackouts are continuing. The situation as of this evening in different regions of Ukraine is that nearly 9 million people are without electricity. But the numbers and the length of the blackouts are gradually decreasing. Now, Ukraine Ergo also... They, they announced that it, uh, they said it could take months to re- restore all uh, power to Ukraine um, and it isn't helping that, that Russia continues to bomb and those bombs will probably continue today uh, to, get, to get back at uh, Ukraine for that uh, drone strike deep in Russian territory almost to Kazakhstan 500 miles inside Russian territory. Uh, according to the UK Ministry of Defense, the fighting in Ukraine has remained centered around the Bakhmut region over the past 48 hours. The intelligence update reported Russia continues to n- initiate frequent small scale assaults in these areas, although little territory has changed hands. To the north, elements of Russia's 1st Guard Tank Army were probably amongst the Russian forces recently deployed. Uh, to Belarus. Uh, This formation was likely conducting training before its deployment and is unlikely to have the support units needed to make it combat-ready. But we shall see. Uh, According to the Ukrainian military update, Russia launched two missile strikes and fired 44 MLRS attacks, multiple launch rocket system attacks. Uh, The update said In uh, Valin, Policia, Sivrisky, and Slobozansky directions, the situation has not changed significantly. The enemy maintains a military presence along the state border. And no signs of the formation of uh, its offensive groups have been detected. It added that 25 settlements in the Bakhmut and Avdivka areas were hit. Uh, And another one bites the dust. Russian sausage tycoon Pavel Antov fell off a balcony. Antov was a well-known figure in the city of Vlad- Vladimir, east of Moscow. Last summer, he denied criticizing Russia's war in Ukraine after a message appeared on his WhatsApp account. Oops, how did that get there? He appeared to react to a, a Russian missile attack on a residential block in the Shevchenkivsky district in, of Kiev that left a man dead and his seven-year-old daughter and her mother wounded. A WhatsApp message on Antov's account described how the family were per, were pulled out of the rubble. It said, it's extremely difficult to call all this anything but terror. He said that on his WhatsApp. He's a Russian citizen, was a Russian citizen. Uh, the message was deleted. And Antov then posted on social media that he was a supporter of the president's, uh, a patriot of my country and backed the war. The, the WhatsApp message had come from someone whose opinion on the special military operation in Ukraine he strongly disagreed with. He insisted it had uh, been posted accidentally on his messenger and was a highly annoying misunderstanding. Reports in Russian media said Mr. Antov, who is uh, 65 years old, had fallen from a window of the hotel in the city of Ryegada on Sunday. Another member of his four-strong uh, Russian group, Vladimir Budanov, died at the hotel on Friday. Oh wait a minute! Oh, he didn't fall from a balcony. He fell out of a window. I- I'm sorry, my bad. I got a little confused there. <laughs> According to NDTV broadcaster, the Russian embassy says the police have found no, have not found any criminal links. ...to the death of two citizens in Odisha's Rayaganda district in India. Have now... uh, Remember, we talk about how to parse sentences. They found no criminal links to the deaths. Did they say they found no political links? No, they didn't. (laughs) Now that I have your attention, let's... You know what? I hate to laugh about somebody's death. But I keep on telling these oligarchs, if you're going to speak out against Putin, stay away from windows, stay away from balconies. They just don't listen. Uh, Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. And let's start with this gem. This gem. He outright lied and admitted it. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is the George Santos story. Uh, George Santos, uh, if that's your real name, <laughs> this is incredible. And then maybe criminal. It may be criminal. Uh, in the, the extremely tight House, now Democrats are calling for his expulsion uh, from the House, George Santos's uh, expulsion from the House. Even in the far right-wing New York Post, the headline labeled him a liar, George Santos is the guy who won the New York House seat when it was then revealed by the New York Times that he lied about everything on his resume and on his website. The Republicans are so desperate to get wins anywhere that they'll take anyone. Santos confessed to the New York Post he had never worked directly for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. City he also admitted that he never graduated from any college, despite previously claiming uh, to have received a degree from Baruch uh, College in 2010. He lied about his grandparents being Nazi survivors. He confirmed to the Post yesterday that he was indeed married to a woman for about five years from 2012 until his divorce in 2017, but insisted that he was now a happily married gay man. Wow. The ex-wife is going to be a big interview for anyone who gets her. I'm looking forward to that interview. Santos also acknowledged being a deadbeat tenant in Sunnyside, Queens, where the New York Times uh, reported he was ordered by a judge to pay more than $12,000 to a former landlord who claimed non-payment of several months of rent, as well as that Santos had tried to pass a check that bounced. Santos also admitted to lying when he claimed that he owned 13 different properties, saying he now resides resides at his sister's place in Huntington, but is looking to purchase his own place. Uh, purchase? With what money? What money? With the money that you uh, uh, made uh, claiming all this stuff so you could run for office? You can't use that money for per- personal re- uh, reasons. So what could be worse than all this? Senior House Republicans were apparently aware of the inaccuracies, embellishments in Representative-elect's resume, and the topic became a running joke to Republicans, to Republicans, okay? It was a joke that they knew that they were all lies and they were lying to everyone and that the electric, uh, uh, electorate was stupid enough to believe it and vote for him they knew it all the time one senior gop leadership aide said as far as questions about george in general that was always some uh, uh, that was always something that was brought up Whenever we talked about this race, it was a running joke at certain point. This is the second time he's run, and these issues, we assumed, would be worked out by the voters. Republicans assumed that the voters would figure it out. They knew it the whole time. And they didn't say anything. Representative Joaquin Castro, Democrat of Texas, tweeted, And by the way, Castro is far right. Castro is far right. Uh, he tweeted, George Santos should resign as Congre- congressman-elect. If he refuses, Refuses. Congress should expel him. He should also be investigated by authorities. Just about every aspect of his life appears to be a lie. So, were there crimes? I, I, if, if lying was illegal, every congressman would be out of office. So, definitely not to Republicans. They don't care as long as they keep the House. But his campaign committee, DeVolder Santos for Congress, also reported that he personally loaned his campaign more than $600,000 to his victory campaign. Not sure how he can loan himself $600,000 if he doesn't have it. And if he paid himself back, that's fraud. There's also the fact that he got donations from New Yorkers all based on a lie. The New York Attorney General is supposed to protect citizens from fraud. This could fall under that. The New York Attorney General's office said it is looking into a number of issues surrounding Representative-elect George Santos. Civilly, he may have to pay back anyone who gave him money. The DA at this time did not confirm whether it had opened an official investigation into Santos and declined to comment further on the matter. So, stay tuned. Something is going to happen. And I'm looking forward to this. This ought to be laughable. And and I can't wait to see Republicans dance to defend him. It's going to be amazing. I mean, humor writes itself, right? Uh, Governor-elect of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, asked a court yesterday to sanction defeated Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake over her failed effort to overturn the state's election result. As we talked about last week, it happened on Saturday. Carrie Lake's lawsuit that challenged the counting and certification of the November electoral contest and a bid to be declared the winner, despite a lack of evidence of voter fraud, was firmly rejected. Hobbs joined a motion by Maricopa County for sanctions on Lake and her attorneys in which the county, uh, the county's deputy attorney, uh, Thomas P. Liddy wrote, Lake filed a groundless lawsuit for a frivolous pursuit. Liddy wrote in the motion filed yesterday, enough really is enough. It is past time to end unfounded attacks on elections and unwarranted accusations against election officials. Lake's lawyers wrote in response, filed late last night, Maricopa County's motion had no basis in law or fact asking the uh, court to deny the request for sanctions. Uh, the uh, The court document filed by Lake's lawyer said, trust in the election process is not furthered by punishing those who bring legitimate claims as plaintiff did here. In fact, sanctioning plaintiff would have the opposite effect. The sanctions would be in the form of a financial penalty imposed by a judge for violation of a court rule or misconduct, and the judge warned them in advance that would happen. So it's likely going to happen. The The, the judge literally warned them, Hey, don't do this if it's bullshit, because I'm going to spank you if you do. He, he didn't use those exact words, but that's what he said. In a separate court filing, Hobbs also asked the Supreme Court Uh, Superior Court in Maricopa County to award her over $600,000 to compensate for fees and expenses accrued in defending against uh, Carrie Lake's lawsuit. It looks like she's going to be spending some of that money that she has, some of that money she made as a uh, news reporter, as a news anchor at a a local television station, I think. Uh, So moving on to the rest of the world. Uh, The tensions between North and South Korea have not been this bad in a long time. Uh, As long as I can remember, anyway. Uh, I mean, obviously, there was the Korean War. Uh, North Korea sent five drones into South Korean airspace. Seoul fired warning shots and sent jets and attack helicopters to shoot down the aircraft, one of which flew close to the capital. You know, I'm getting conflicting reports that some drones were shot down and that that uh, also a report that all of them returned to North Korean airspace, so I'm unsure exactly what happened. Uh, South Korea, Joint Chiefs of Staff, which represents the major branches of its armed services. Acknowledge in a statement today that while the military can counter uh, attack drones that pose a threat, it is limited in its ability to detect and strike smaller spy drones. The military apologized for not taking them out. Senior official Kang uh, Shin Chul said, our military lack of preparedness has caused a lot of concern to the people. He added that the military would actively employ detection devices to spot the enemy's drone Uh, from an early stage and aggressively deploy strike assets. Yesterday's incursion was the first time in five years that North Korean drones had entered the South's airspace. Yesterday, after the incursion, South Korea sent drones across the border into North Korea for the first time in an unprecedented tit-for-tat military move. The exchange of drones briefly stopped flights from taking off at major airports near Seoul. President Yoon Suk-yeol said the incursion showed the need for South Korea to bolster its defenses. He said at a cabinet meeting, we were planning to establish a drone unit for surveillance and reconnaissance on North Korea's major military facilities. But with what happened yesterday as an opportunity, we will expedite the establishment of the drone unit as much as possible. So eh, they're up in it. And then North Korea will up it. And then they will up it. And then North Korea will up it. And that is how war starts. Uh, the death toll in New York from the winter storm is rising. Almost 30 as of this morning. Just in New York. Just in New York. A couple of dozen elsewhere. Uh, that does not include those still buried in the snow. Uh, and You know, I remember as a kid, uh, there was a news story of... of uh, a, a couple found dead in a car a couple weeks after a snowstorm because it had snowed so much. I have a feeling that will be happening. And more snow is coming. They are calling this the worst storm in New York's history. Those who lost their lives around Buffalo were found in cars, homes, and snowbanks. Some died while shoveling snow. Others, when emergency crews, could not respond in time to medical crises. Uh, the um, uh, There were fire trucks and ambulances stranded and stuck in snowbanks. Southwest Airlines had nearly three thousand cancellations. Airports all across the u s were suffering from cancellations and delay and delays, including Denver. Atlanta, Las Vegas, Seattle, Baltimore, and Chicago. New York Governor Kathy Hochul toured the aftermath in her hometown of Buffalo. She noted the storm came uh, a little over a month after the region was inundated with another historic snowfall. Between the two storms, snowfall totals are not far off from the 95.4 inches the area normally sees in an entire winter season. Storm-related deaths were reported practically nationwide, including at least eight killed in crashes in Missouri, Kansas, and Kentucky. A woman fell through the uh, uh, ice in Wisconsin, and there was a fatal fire at a Kansas homeless person's camp. In Jackson, Mississippi, crews struggled yesterday to get water through the systems. Many areas had no water or low water pressure and boil water uh, um, uh, orders. On Christmas Day, residents were told to boil their drinking water due to water lines bursting in frigid temperatures. As I've said, this is global warming on steroids, and it's only going to get worse. Pay me now or pay me later. we got to take care of this. It's going to cost more later. It's going to cost trillions more. I've been saying this forever, and you, you know it's true. Uh, Biden signed an emergency declaration yesterday for Buffalo and surrounding areas. The emergency declaration was requested by uh, Governor Kathy Hochul and will, uh, or Hochul, uh, provide, it'll provide federal assistance to impacted areas and assist with recovery efforts. Ah, This week, like I said, it's slow stuff. There's not much going on. I could throw in some, you know, small stories that really aren't, worth you can you can watch them on the local news nobody cares about these stories uh, there are some other things out there yeah let's have a nice relaxing week of under 30 minute uh, reports that's it thanks for listening tuesday december 27th 2022 tuesday december 27th 2022 man do i appreciate you so much thank you so much for coming Uh, Bring someone with you today or tomorrow If you can Under 28 minutes, that's not bad PBTV, Political Views TV Podcast That's what you Google to find me I'll show up right at the top of the search Tweet to me questions, insights Or come fight with me At CyberClub, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S Maybe you want to send me a news story Maybe you want to say hi, whatever Maybe you want to say Merry Christmas And remember, always remember Government profit is measured By the betterment of the people Don't you ever forget that I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.